host, Daniela. Welcome to Making Sense of Success, a podcast dedicated to finding the meaning of success and empowerment. Stay tuned every Saturday for new episodes. You can find us on Instagram at makingsenseofsuccess.pod. Please feel free to email us at makingsenseofsuccess at gmail.com if you'd be interested in sharing your stories of success and empowerment. Welcome to the podcast, Megan. Would you like to uh, give a quick bio about yourself for the listeners? Yes, of course. Hi, my name is Megan Culberson. Um, I am the creator of singlegirlclub.com, and I'm also a an inspiring producer here in Los Angeles. Amazing. Um, what gets you through your day? What has been kind of like your go-to thing that sets you up for success? Um, definitely man- um, like meditating. I've started to manif- uh, meditate and manifest a lot more this year. Um, I want to say greatly because of like the, the pandemic. That's definitely why I started manifesting and man- meditating, but um, like praying and making sure, you know, that I'm at peace with myself and, you know, aligning my goals and my aspirations and, you know, the things that I need to do in order to make them, you know, come into fruition. We are all about manifesting here on this podcast. So thank you for bringing it up. (laughs) Um, It really does help. Um, We've had a lot of, a lot of previous guests um, talk about manifesting Mm -hmm. um, as like their key to life pretty much. And it's impressive to see, not just impressive, but um, admirable to see um, the work that it can actually do for you. And um, it's important to understand the law of attraction and, how it can help you and it's not just some crazy made-up thing because that's what a lot of people think not not harping on those people but it's true <laughs> um anyways right um exactly so then another one of the main questions we really like to ask on this podcast getting into it is uh based on like all your experiences in life and everything mm-hmm. uh what does success mean to you but you know what i i'm trying to still figure it out I feel like success is definitely a journey, but just recently I feel like success is just being content and happy. Um, For the longest time, I just thought that it was, you know, if I had more money, I would be successful. Or if I had, you know, more friends, I would be successful. But I just think that you are successful when you are truly in love with who you are and what you're doing. And, um, you know, just appreciative of those around you. I mean, success is different to, you know, so many different people, but that's really what it is for me. Absolutely. And I think like we go through these different stages in life, you know, and that um, can really have an impact on like what we define as success, whether yeah. it be like in a good way or a bad way or a neutral way, whatever. But I think it we do go through like phases where that does change, you know, based on like yeah. experiences and like what we're doing at that point in time. Absolutely. Yeah. It changes for everyone all the time. So you have to just, which is totally fine too. That's totally okay to even still be figuring it out. I think like, I don't think there is like a point in time where you have to like have a defined definition of success, you know? Yeah, I totally agree. Totally agree. And then the other question we like to start with is, um, also kind of based on your experiences and everything. And um, what has the best piece of advice been that you've ever received or given someone? Ooh, that is a great question. Um, Everything happens for a reason. That's probably the Mm -hmm. best. 
advice. I mean, it's the oldest, I feel like advice that anyone has ever, like people give to people all of the time, but it's definitely, it's a great piece of advice. Everything happens for a reason. You can take every lesson and learn from it, or you can just dwell upon it and like never grow from it. So I think that there are opportunities and lessons in every single situation that, you know, that happens to you. And definitely. Yeah. So I would say definitely that. That's my favorite piece of advice, like in the entire world. People, a lot of people are like, blah, blah, blah. That doesn't make sense. And I'm like, okay, but on the average thing, it does. Okay. On the average typical situation, it makes the most perfect sense in the entire world because every single thing is there for you to better yourself and learn. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the only thing I ever tell my friends. And that's why they don't ask me for advice anymore. Because <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> they're sick of me saying it. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. But no, pretty you much. I'm like, you need to hear it. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be where you're supposed to be. Everything that is meant for you is going to come to you. And you just have to be patient and willing to work hard for, you know, the things that you want. So everything happens for a reason. 100%. Um, you said you were an aspiring producer. Oh, is that am. correct? Yes. Amazing. Yeah. Um, did you want to go into a little bit of detail on what sure. prompted you to do that? Well, I originally, I wanted to be an actress. Like I grew up wanting to like do the whole like acting thing. I grew up in Arizona. And so I would go on auditions and stuff like that. And I've always wanted to be in the entertainment industry. And then I moved out to LA um, five years ago, actually. And I tried to be an actress, but then I started thinking, I was like, I kind of like being behind the scenes and I like, you know, giving the orders and being, being the leader. And I fell into the business aspect of the entertainment industry. I went to school, got a degree um, in entertainment business, and then I started working for this amazing company, this international company called Alta Global Media. Um, So we like represent, yeah, it's really cool. We represent talent, um, media production companies, and we do like almost everything I feel like in the entertainment industry um so we produce we manage we do publicity PR all of that um and I really wanted to be a producer because I really wanted to have a voice in what is being like the stories that are being told I feel like Mm -hmm. there's not a lot of diversity I mean I know right now we're definitely trying to you know push the whole initiative of you know being more diverse but I really want authentic stories to come across and I want to be um part of the process that goes along with my next question because I'm like I'm really obsessed with um like personal identity because I'm like low-key going through an identity crisis so I always like to wonder (laughs) what makes a person the way that they are um don't worry I'm fine I promise you (laughs) (laughs) how are you able to um like show your personality and the work that you do um it was it's not it wasn't easy at first. Um, I did go through like my own little personality or like my identity crisis. Um, and I think one way is that I've learned to like use my voice and just speak up and just really not care about what other people think about me. I've learned to like really solely like love myself and be appreciative of who I am and, you know, what I want to, you know, be seen and done. And so I've just been, very, I've become more bold, I guess you could say. 
Mm-hmm. Like Microsoft Bold. Yeah. The good shit. Yes. The best type of Arial font bold. Hell uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But yeah, it's and awesome. yeah, like as mm-hmm. we were talking about before too, um, I'd love to hear more about how you became like the creator of the single girl club and everything. And if you could tell us more about like what that entails and everything. Oh yeah. So I started single girl club. Well, originally it was single and celibate. I started that, I want to say two years ago. And then I changed it to single girl club because I felt like single and celibate was a little bit one-sided that I felt like only women that identified being, or that were in a celibate journey felt like they were the only ones join. And I was like, I really didn't want that. Um, so I changed to single girl club because I want all single women to just come to a place they can get encouraged and like, really get inspired and help them focus on, you know, their purpose and their talents during their single season. Cause I feel like so many times, well, the media actually portrays that, you know, women being single, we're not, we're worthless until we have a significant other. And I just think that's complete. Like it's not, it's wrong. Like I do not agree. It it is. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like Mm -hmm. we have a purpose right now um, in our single season. And I just wanted to, you know, create a space where women can definitely get inspired to really like push for their goals. I feel like that's also such an inclusive sort of thing as well, because it could be literally anybody, Mm -hmm. whether like, I don't know, anything. I just have like a little, what is that called? An example, context. (laughs) I have this friend who has like, um, you know, been talking to this guy on and off for a couple of years, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, I am not going to stop talking to him until, you know, I meet somebody better. And I'm like, girl, you better take that one back mm-hmm. because that is not healthy. And I feel like the media does portray that right. you have to hold on to that terrible, terrible treatment from other people and from yourself because you don't have somebody or your person at that one given time. I agree. I 100% agree with you. And we we tend to hold on to toxic relationships because we're afraid of being alone. And I feel like a lot of times when we're afraid of being alone, we really don't know who we are and we don't love ourselves enough. And I think that, you know, in your single season, you're really supposed to be like falling in love with yourself and you know, like learn about what the things that you like and what you don't like and figure out what the things that serve you and don't serve you and learn how to let go of those things that don't like benefit you anymore. I guess for someone who has, like, for example, become, like, newly single, like, following Mm -hmm. maybe, like, a a long relationship or something like that, sometimes Mm -hmm. that can be, like, kind of daunting, obviously, and, like, some people might feel, like, lost in their journey then when they kind of come out of this relationship. What advice would you give them as they enter, like, their singleness? Well, time heals, so it's going to take some time, Um, and it's okay to, like, really it's okay to feel those feelings like to mourn and, you know, I mean, after getting over a relationship, I think, you know, it's going to take you some time to really like figure out like who you are again. Um, But try not to rush into anything just because I really think that it's important for you to just stay still and really get to learn who you are and what you want. Cause I feel like a lot of times we lose ourselves and I don't, I don't think that it's wise to, you know, just rush into something new. Just learn about you. 
I just want to do that as well. Um, <laughs> so this one doesn't have to go like an actual recording, but Daniela and I are both in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, like a pretty committed relationship for the both of us. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about like um, people who are in relationships joining your group? Well, I'm totally fine. Well, so for me, I actually think single and like in relationships, I think of it differently. I think that you're single until you're married. That's how I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, Perfect. That gives a lot of context. Yeah, no, yeah. that's like, that's whole... a good point though, too. Yeah. I know it's like a whole like debate with others. They're like, no, I'm, I'm like, no, I think you're still single until you get married. I mean, you can still be in a relationship with someone and sharing, you know, space in life with someone, but until you like make the decision to get married, I think that you are still single. I mean, I look at it that way because my W9 says single and <laughs> no, but it's true. Though. Even on documents, I, find. Yeah. I, get, so I guess that's how I'm gonna, you know. But yeah, it's for true. Sure. Though. Yeah, like on documents too. When you're, I don't know, for example, yeah. like a government document or something. Like if they don't have like necessarily normally the option for like relationship, it's normally like single, yeah. widow, married, etc. I'm not yeah, sure what else, it. but yeah, yeah, those are the ones that pop in my brain. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And I'm totally true, yeah. It's so true. I'm totally fine uh, uh, women that are in relationships joining Single Girl Club because what I really also want to do, I want to have like more blogs about like how to build like healthier relationships. And I also want to have like date night um, tips too on like um, cool dates. That's so cute. I love it. (laughs) I'm like, oh, when's the next Zoom meeting? I'm on my way. That's what I wanted. Yeah, to I was worried. I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "I, know. I should have I'm told like, her I was in a relationship before." Oh my god, it's totally fine. <laughs> it's totally fine. <laughs> I think it is like important to, I guess, necessarily. Like, I'm glad that we were able to like clarify that, especially mm-hmm. on the podcast, just because, like, you never know. Like, yeah. you literally never know what a word means because it has so many synonyms, mm-hmm. right? Is that right? Yeah, no, wait, yeah, no, but it's true. It can mean so many different things, really. Really so I really, really people. appreciate you giving your opinion because that obviously had to have opened um, Daniela and I's mind to think, like to really feel like comfortable going mm-hmm. to anything that you do like put on because it is for us mm-hmm. um, and the demographic or type of situation that we're in in life. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I know like a million people who'd want to do that. Wow. I just want to be your friend, honestly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're best friends. Yes. Um, hey, sorry. I want to know. Are you guys in LA? No, no we're actually not. Do you want to go? Do you want to go, Sarah? Yeah. Um, so I'm based out of Denver, Colorado. Okay. Um, I'm 19. My birthday is in almost a month. Oh, so I'll be 20. Birthday. So, okay, your birthday is okay, September. September 9th. Virgo. Right. You're Virgo. Oh, I love Virgos. You guys are meticulous. I'm a summer baby. Thank yeah. you. <laughs> um, and then Daniela is from Ottawa, Canada. Oh, I love Canada. I just went to, um, I don't know, I know Ottawa is probably far from Vancouver. How far is it? Yeah, it's a, it's kind of like on the other side. Yeah, it's like oh. more, yeah, you're Vancouver. like Vancouver's more west. Okay. Canada, and then uh, Ottawa's more on like the east side of Canada. But yeah, I totally know what you're talking about. <laughs> Canada is beautiful. Everyone was so nice to me. Um, it was so clean. I love that country. Oh, I'm glad you had a good experience. That's did. always nice to hear. I, I did. Yes, I have not been to Colorado yet, and I'm 
I'm actually really excited to go one day. So, hey. It's so fun. Mountains and cactuses wherever you look. Not like Arizona cactuses, just like tiny little baby ones everywhere you look. And it's actually like really, really cool. Um, But yeah, um, we met online. So like Danielle and I are virtual friends. um, And we love to bring um, the virtual community through this podcast Mm -hmm. um, to be able to kind of highlight other people. Hence, you know, why we talk about success and, you know, focusing on a lot of small businesses and small creators to be able to one day inspire somebody who wants to do something along the lines. And being able to gather a bunch of women together to really dig deep within them themselves and kind of clarify and distinguish the identity that they want to belong to is something that's like really hard to do but yet really needed because there's only so many times that you can google self-discovery pinterest journal prompts you know (laughs) very true very true i love that's all i do yeah There is one thing, yeah, I wanted to ask you too. I like, we don't have to include this either in the podcast, but um, you did mention that you changed it um, from single and celibate to like the single growth uh, club. Did you get maybe like, did you get like any negative feedback based on that? Like, was that hard to kind of like, I guess, promote in that way? No, actually, I I changed it solely. It was um, my decision and my journey. I, um, Mm For a long time, I grew up in a Christian church. I grew up like believing in Jesus and everything, and I still do. And I was trying to be celibate, and I was in a relationship, and I failed, and I felt awful. I felt really bad, and I just didn't. And then at that moment, I went back to my blog, and I was like, I feel like I can't even write write this blog anymore because I'm not even truly technically celibate. Um, so I was like, and I felt excluded from my own blog. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I thought to myself, oh. I really need to figure out a way that, you know, everyone, it's inclusive to everyone. And I don't want to force celibacy on other people. I want people that are looking for like guidance and like looking for like um, encouragement in celibacy. I want other people to come to the blog too. And I'll have like tips and stuff on that. But I I changed it really because I wanted it to be, I wanted it to be more inclusive. I think that's so awesome, especially like that story you just told. How did you go about like, I guess, getting out of that hard time? Because I can imagine it wasn't like an easy transition in that way. Oh, it wasn't. I beat myself up for a long time because I thought that I was like, oh my goodness, I failed. You know how like after you fail at something (laughs) that you really feel like momentum, you know, on going through it, just like I felt like I felt like a failure and I did beat myself up for like a couple days but then you know I really had to like dig deep into myself and just remind myself that I am human that I make mistakes that this was a lesson learned and ultimately it led me to change the name from single and celibate to single girl club and I think it was a good decision like even though that you know that time, that period really like hurt me. And I felt, you know, I failed at it, but no, I feel like the outcome was a really great outcome because I want more women to come to the site and be more encouraged too, no matter what walk in life they're in. So, I think that is really vulnerable of you to do. Um, I mean, failure is the most amazing thing in the entire world because again, Literally everything happens for a reason because it's there to teach you something and that's always going to be 
like a positive outlook, no matter if you're feeling sad or like discouraged, it'll bring something positive. And I feel like a lot of a lot of people have been in that same sort of predicament, like a lot more than many people think. I haven't, but I've had tons and tons of friends who have been into that um, sort of situation and they just beat themselves up because they don't have anybody to go to for the guidance if something like that does happen and you are there you're that person for all the people who are listening to this podcast who have gone through something like that or who want to change their outlooks on life yeah well thank you you're welcome (laughs) you're so fun I love you you are my favorite honestly (laughs) sorry we'll just take all this out um I'm like fangirling because like me too Aww. literally Thanks, like it's really cool to see people like I mean there are so many different people in this world you know what I mean like there's people who create a community for all sorts of things and although it is always um empowering women like empowers you type of aspect like there's not a lot of things out there besides a t-shirt that says that yeah um sort of thing. <laughs> right I mean like you can only do so much through Instagram pictures captions t-shirts apparel like there's only so much you can get across from that and I think actually making that community mm-hmm. is the hardest part and you did it like you've done that you have made a community that people feel comfortable being at their most vulnerable which is the hardest thing to do in life even if it's the only thing you need to do in life yeah yeah vulnerability is taken for granted now I mean it's so important for us to be vulnerable I mean we're never really gonna learn unless we're honest with ourselves in those moments right Mm -hmm. honesty is the hardest policy I'll tell you that (laughs) you're right Add time. Hey guys, so as you may know, Sierra and I use uh, Anchor to record our podcast. It's really the easiest way to make a podcast. First of all, it's free. They also provide you with creation tools, which allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your cell phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. The best part is that you can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Just make sure you download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do you have any goals now, like moving forward for the Single Girl Club? Well, I wanted to continue to grow. Um, And after the pandemic, I really would love to do like networking brunches um, and like panels. I would love to do stuff like that. I mean, I grew up, well, my entire, I feel like, career, I've been doing, like, events and stuff. So I I feel like I can throw a pretty good party, you know, for Single Girl Club. So that's what I really want to do. Love that. <laughs> Sierra and I will be there. Yeah. Yes. I <laughs> You've filled us on women. it. So. <laughs> yes. Yay. I want a panel of women to talk about their business, you know, the things that they're doing um, during their season. And I want networking. I want women to come and like network with one another. I want there to be like meditation sessions and yoga. And I want there to be like drinks and mimosas. Like I want, I want, I want to do all of that. So that's what I'm hoping to do after this pandemic. So I'm just preparing for it right now. Oh, that's so awesome. Yes. 
And I guess out of this whole journey, um, I guess going into your career and everything and starting um, the Single Girl Club, what has been the most rewarding experience that uh, you've encountered? Um, Honestly, just having like women like read the blogs and like resonating with them. Um, that has helped a lot. Cause I'm like, okay, it's, I've used the blogs, like my blogs is to like to help me vent, but to know that other women, you know, think the same or going through the same. And I'm just like, okay, then we can lean on one another and really help each other during like this journey. So I feel like the fact that I've just touched someone else's lives, that's huge for me. Do you think that, um, do you, okay. So let me rephrase this question <laughs> already. Do you think, um, your high school self would be proud of you yeah. and all of the work that you've done. Oh, sorry. I was really excited about that question. <laughs> <laughs> no, I really do. I feel like I would be proud of myself. I wouldn't, I, I didn't think that this is something that I would ever do. Um, I'm proud, you know, that I've organized, I've kept myself organized and in that I've put enough discipline and like action towards it to actually see it happen. So I, I really do think that I, my younger self, my high school self would be very proud of me right now in this moment. I'm proud of myself. What advice? Yeah. What advice would you give her? I hate to be so cliche, but (laughs) for a reason, um, I would probably tell her, um, there is reward and being disciplined. Mm -hmm. Um, because being disciplined, I mean, it, it, it is hard. Like it's very hard, but there is reward. So I think that's one thing that I would tell myself, like, keep going, keep, keep trying, keep pushing. You'll see there is a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. So, yeah. Very good advice. Very beautiful message. I love it. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. As we start to gear to the end of our recording session, uh, we like to ask kind of two questions. One of them is like a little bit bigger, so totally take the time to think about it. Um, So the first one would be, uh, what do you want our listeners to take away from this episode? Great question. Um, (laughs) If I have their single listeners, I would really, one, I would love them to, you know, join the site, look at the site, hopefully get encouragement from it. But I want them to know that there is a lot of power in you loving yourself, that you will get love when you love who you truly are. Oh, I love that. That's so (laughs) touching to the heart. Yeah. Like self-love is so important. And I really think that it's important for us to really learn to love who we are, you know? Yes, of course. And thank you for sharing that. Self-love is literally the way to go. It is. It is. Are there any sort of small businesses or local businesses that you'd like to give a shout out to right now, Um, especially during this pandemic and, you know, all the other things that are going on in the world? We'd like to kind of highlight um, some of your favorite places to give them some clout. Ooh, yes. I have... Well, my favorite coffee shop is here in Echo Park, um, and it's called Bloom and Plume Coffee. I love it. It's a Black-owned business. They have the most amazing chaga, chaga chino. I don't oh. 
It's like from some kind of like mushroom powder. I don't know exactly. It's delicious. It's delightful. <laughs> and I'm actually going there after this. Um, mm. They're amazing. I love them. So if you're ever in LA in this town called Echo Park, definitely go check out Bloom and Plume Coffee. They're phenomenal. And then another shout out I would like to give is to this menswear company. It's called Groom Her. My friend Kelly um, is the designer and the um, creator of it. And it's a beautiful menswear company. And it's they have like t-shirts and all this other stuff. So shout out to her because she's a businesswoman and I love supporting women in business. So it's like A. Awesome. Well, we'll definitely include those in the description so everyone can check them out. Thank you so much, Megan, for taking the time to come and chat with us on this lovely Sunday. Appreciate Um, it. Thanks for having me.